So 12, episode 12. Uh, I told you I can't sing, Monica. I tried. I, and I'm not going to even do y'all like that. I'm not going to even attempt to sing. So I have the awesome entrepreneur's entrepreneur. That's what a friend of mine said that she was. She's the entrepreneur's entrepreneur. And her name is the awesome, lovely Monica Ricky. I don't really have uh, sound effects, so we do them manually. <laughs> there you go right there yes so thank you for joining us um let's see i do want to say this right here before we get it started uh thank you we are on three platforms we are on twitter we are on youtube and we are on the facebook so if you are on facebook uh share the video just share it just go ahead and share it if you are on uh youtube like the video that helps with the algorithm i'm gonna say it every day and twitter do everything tweety just tweet it out Tweety, use diverse and we got monica in here we finna turn up today it is awesome i already told her i am the black joe rogan we gonna stand on but but we finna turn this thing up so without further ado we finna get it litty and i can go ahead and say it intro yeah, you never flew private plane, now your eyes open wide up from Paris. Yeah, you, you ain't never been from the coast, only yacht to an island. Yeah. We back, we back, we are back, we are back. So I do have the awesome Monica with me and we're going to do Monica really quick. I'm going to say a couple uh, shots out on YouTube to the notification squad. We got TD Freelancer in the building. Uh, Avia is is Avia there? Um, so yeah, and then we're gonna pull it up there. So, Monica, how are you doing today? I am awesome. How are you doing, Keto? I am doing great. I'm doing great. Nice no to see you. No complaints. Uh, I told I told Monica y'all, and then this is this is for everybody that come onto the show. I sent Monica the stream probably the latest the link latest i ever sent it to anyone she was the most prepared when coming in here so all of the episodes monica beat you so I'm we're on episode 12. i'm a little bit competitive i can't help myself <laughs> i hear that about you so so i, I do i need to call you coach Ricky? <laughs> no you should call me doctor no, I'm just kidding. I'm not a doctor. You're not a doctor? No, of course not. You know, I just you thought just, it would be funny. You just it was because you tricked me. And and I was thinking, so do you just play one on TV or something? Well, you never know. You never know. You never you know. Never <laughs> you just it was they say, What's up, coach? Rick? And I was thinking, so do you just play one on hey, TV? She said, Hey, no. TV she said she she oh she don't go, she go by Monica. It was me being funny. She goes by Monica. But really <laughs> quick, that? Monica. Um, I want to say this right here. Um, I had a rave review that somebody left about you that I want to read before we get started. Now I didn't tell you I was gonna do this. Can <laughs> no. I read this review that I got about you? You know what? Here's my policy. When mm -hmm. someone wants to say good things about you, you let them. That's <laughs> <laughs> just, I try to stick to that as a policy. Oh, I love that. I love that. And you know what? I do the same thing. Why not? Because normally people, you know, they don't, they don't, they don't recognize the greatness within D. All right. Here's the review. I have it right here. All so right. this is, this is the review. It says, Monica is a dynamic and amazing human being, always seeking to help others while also on a relentless journey of personal growth and self-discovery. Ooh, Monica is the entrepreneur's entrepreneur, hence the title of all these videos, the video itself. She possesses energy, motivation, and infectious optimism that cannot be easily quantified because she is so incredibly versatile. Now, that was a review that I saw for you online. And after seeing all of the things that you do, can you give us a little history or whatever you feel like releasing of what you do, why you do what you do? You know, I've been thinking about what we're going to talk about today. And I heard a rumor that we're just going to have an organic conversation and it's going to be about my story and whatever unfolds from that. And the word unfold is a really good sort of uh, foundation to start with. Mm. 
Because when you talk about entrepreneurism, so much of it is about unfolding, seeing what happens. I, I was watching your show with uh, Misha Hamilton. Mm, okay. And I noticed that you said something to her that resonated with me. You said, you throw as many things against the wall to see if they stick as I do. And, and isn't that really the essence of an entrepreneurial mindset? My, you know, my, my grandfather was my primary um, male figure in my life, gr all growing up. And, and he was a business owner. He was an entrepreneur. He did not have any, any education whatsoever. And I don't, I don't mean he wasn't college educated. I mean, he didn't have really probably, I think eighth grade was as, as high as he went. Mm -hmm. He grew up in, a, in an orphanage. And he joined the army and the Marines. He, he uh, served in both, not at the same time, of course, they frown on that, but he just started working for himself, seeing a need in the marketplace and trying to fill it. And over the years, he had different iterations of his business. His sons were all in business with him. And it's this idea of looking forward taking whatever skills you develop, innate talents you have, and using them to provide a service or a product in the marketplace and being open to whatever is next after that. And that's kind of been the theme of my okay. life. Um, I, you know, for 20 years, I was an organizing productivity consultant. And from that, early in my productivity and organizing years, I started public speaking. And I just by accident, I was like, wow, I like this. So then I started doing more of that. And then from that, I started doing television. And I was like, Ooh, I like this. And then radio and oh, my gosh, I really like radio and podcast. And things just sort of like de developed organically. And one of the things that I've learned, and I have to continue to learn, and I share with my clients is just say yes to stuff just try mm. stuff that's that to me is so exciting as as an entrepreneur a person with an entrepreneurial mindset i like that i like that and you know it was you know it was crazy that you said that about the educational level um i'm nosy so i do stuff like i go look up all the top billionaire stories and did you know that most billionaires don't even have like a eighth grade education <laughs> especially back in i mean wow they dropped out early and and we're not telling you know advocating for kids to drop out of school education first you know things stay in you, school kids just yeah, stay in school <laughs> but um I looked and I was I was so surprised how many of the top billionaires didn't have education up to the tenth grade I mean they dropped out well before the tenth grade and um now times are changing of course you know but. The th the re the thing is, it's either you have ambition. It's something you can't teach. Is ambition? You can't. Some things you can't teach. In in football, we always say you can't teach speed. Either you fast or you're not. You know, you can work on techniques, but you cannot actually teach speed. I can't just coach you into being, you know, Hussein Bolt. But if you throw as many things against the wall, you're gonna find out what's what's your speed equivalent. You know, what what is good for you. And like you say, who did you ever think when you was young you would love speaking? Uh that you would be a speaker. <laughs> no, you don't anticipate these things. And you know, it's funny because I in my organizing and productivity career, I have been fortunate to make relationships with hundreds and hundreds of colleagues. And <laughs> I've, I'm very visible in that industry in that profession. And a lot of people come into that in a very planned kind of way, just like they do every other business. I came into it like tripping over my feet, falling down, holding a cocktail glass. Like what, what <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was, I had no plan whatsoever. Mm -hmm. I never wrote a business plan. I, I, I didn't know what was going to happen past tomorrow. But I just kind of jumped in and and thought, well, let me just see what happens here. And and things just by virtue of the fact of putting yourself out there, meeting people, people are the gateway to opportunities. And so although I had no business plan, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. There was no real uh, blueprint for it in those days. Now, today, the, you know, the field is is, is maturing and, and kind of coming into its own. But but. In 1998, it was kind of a newish thing, and we were all sort of feeling our way along in the dark. 
but people are the gateway to opportunity. And so that was how I managed to grow my business. I got a book, uh, an offer to write a book, which I forgot to tell you about earlier too. Oh, wow. I got an offer to write a book. It came out of, out of somebody that I knew. Every opportunity that I have had has come from somebody I knew in some fashion or someone who has heard of me because I try to just put myself out there and just network, be in the world, just be in the world and, and show up as who you are, your powerful, fantastic, confident self. And people will see you and your gifts come through. It's so exciting. Nobody, I used to have a girlfriend who would complain because people wouldn't ask her to do things. And I was like, well, are you asking anybody to do anything? Like no one's gonna come to your door. <laughs> knock on your door and be like, will you be my, my friend? No, <laughs> you've got to put yourself out there and be yeah. confident. And you know what? When you fly your flag and you, you know, you are who you are, people will see that and they, they start showing up and it's happening. It's, it's happened uh, in various ways through my life, but it's happening now too on Twitter with this fitness thing that I've been into for the last few years. And, and it just reinforces the fact that if you isolate yourself you are cutting yourself off from not only wonderful opportunities for relationships and friendships, but also business and new adventures. Mm, I like that. Uh, you know what? My motto is this right here. Uh, and this is for everybody. What she said is absolute facts. And I'm going to say this right here. How can you catch a fish if you didn't go by the water? Yeah. Right. Hear it. I mean, you cannot you, you cannot catch a fish on the street. Now, I'm not going to eat it or I don't even want to touch it. If you catch a, a fish from the highway. Oh, no, I don't want it. Who who put that there? I want to ask you this. Um, now, what made you decide to get into uh, the personal uh, organize, organizing? <laughs> you know, this is a this is a, a an interesting story that I don't think about a lot, but it was 1998. I had just moved from. Philadelphia to Atlanta, not too, too long earlier. And I had had a business in Philadelphia, but I didn't really want in that type of business again. So I thought I need to do some soul searching and figure out what is my next thing. And so I sat down with a piece of yellow paper, you know, the legal pad. And I just started dumping my brain. Well, like, what is it that I'm good at? What do I enjoy? What comes naturally to me? You know, there, there are clues in our gifts. The gifts that we are given hold clues, right, to what's available and possible to us. And one of the things that kept coming up for me was I'm good at analyzing stuff. I'm good at simplifying and getting down to the root of things. I'm good at looking at processes and seeing where things can be more streamlined. Um, I like people an awful lot. I'm good at organizing information. And these things just kind of swirled around each other. And I thought, what can I do with all these ingredients? And then I got this crazy idea. And I was like, I wonder if people would pay me to help them throw their crap away. <laughs> and then I was like, no, that's so stupid. No I need you. Pay me, right. But lo and behold, there was uh, an industry around organizing and decluttering and helping people to do all these things that I had talked about. And that's how I fell into it. And you know, what's so funny too? The name of my business when I started it was Catalyst because I thought that's a that's like a really great name. Like, like mm. I, I, you know, I would be the catalyst for something. Exactly. But you know, I like you know, that. I love the name. It's absolutely perfect, and it really carries through for what I'm doing now in my coaching. It, it's I am facilitating change in people. But what the funniest part about Catalyst is, I agonized and agonized over the name of a business for so long. And my roommate walked in the door one day and I was like, Brandon, what are you wearing? That cologne smells really good. He said, it's called Catalyst. There you go. <laughs> Don't reinvent the wheel. I Don't went, reinvent the wheel. Oh my God. That's the word. That's the word. <laughs> yeah. That's how my name of my business, it happened to be the perfect word. But anyway, that was, that's my little sort of a funny story about that. You know what? That is crazy. You, we are, you're not Aquarius, are you? No, I'm a Virgo. Oh my God, even worse. <laughs> Virgos are determined to secede. Michael Jackson, Beyonce, just to name a couple of Virgos out there. That's so funny. We're also we're also fussy perfectionistic. Oh too, my so. god. You I I started a group with a Virgo. And I'm like, look, bro, 
Now, you're going to be the lead singer, bro, but you ain't going to be pushing me around now. But everything he said was dead on because I'm I'm the complete opposite. I am organized chaos, meaning I would you would come in my room like not now because Naomi is not going to allow it. But if I was by myself, it would probably be the messiest room ever. But I know where everything is in a weird way. Uh, but this is funny when you say that about the name. Literally 48 hours from this interview right now. I, I'm also in the music. Right. So I, uh, my team was helping me come up with an uh, album name. And we is on the we in the Zoom meeting, and we and we got to the album name, and I said this literally. Uh, Shyrock uh, had a whiteboard behind him, and I said, Bro, "Is it writing on the whiteboard?" And he was like, "Yeah." I said, "What's the first thing on the whiteboard?" He says, "Adapt." I said, "What's the last word on the whiteboard?" Consume, adapt and consume is the name of my new album, <laughs> and it was perfect because that's what I adapt and consume because being an entrepreneur, cause it's going to be geared towards, you know, making money. And is you have to adapt with the times and you have to be willing to consume information in order to keep learning in order to be able to adapt. So yeah, that's, that's crazy. You say that do not reinvent the wheel. Don't worry about a name. It will come just like that. It will. Yeah, words, are important. words are important. You know, I'm, I'm just started reading and I'm almost finished with it. Um, I started yesterday reading the four agreements for the first time. I'm embarrassed to say <laughs> this is the first time I read it. But the first agreement is be impeccable with your words because words are what create our reality. We manifest everything in our lives through words, whether yes. it's thought words or spoken words. Yes. And I'm, I just, I have so many highlights, blue highlights in that chapter because it's really so true and it gets reinforced every time we're out in the world. You know, when people start speaking negativity, guess what happens? Negative things. You start you speaking positivity, you, you start, right start speaking power, you start speaking, you know, positive things and lifting other people up and you attract, you send that vibration out and you attract that right back to yourself. Exactly. Laws of attraction. Yeah, it's what I call it manifestation. If you claim it, uh, if you know some of my people, you know, I'm from Arkansas, the Bible Belt, uh, them, the you know, the older people, you say, baby, claim it, baby, have faith, claim it, baby, it's gonna come, just claim it. That's what you're saying. Is yeah. me and you right now, I was just telling my friend Tony White this. I said, me and you, Monica, we can get off this, and me and you can come up with a cabinet company, right? The next phone call I have after me and you decide to start a cabinet company, I'm a, my next phone call is I'm going to tell my friend, oh, you know I'm making cabinets now. I haven't made one cabinet yet, but I've already claimed it, you know, that I am I make cabinets. So it, it's on a minor scale, but yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. words are powerful. We got to, we really got to guard our thoughts and, and, and be aware of what we're thinking, because what we think we speak and what we speak becomes reality. Exactly. Be careful what you put in the music too. Shouts out to, you see what's going on with this drill music. You probably don't, I don't know if you know nothing about that, Monica, but to just let you know, right now it's a lot of rappers that's being gunned down and it's all of them are talking about gunplay in the music. So oh. it happened just as good. It can happen just as bad. You know what I mean? So why not put like what Monica say, put the positivity out there, put where you want, you know, stock market uh, goals or, you know, long term drip goals. Uh, let me ask you this right here. What about your uh, tell me a little bit about your fitness transformation journey? <laughs> that has been so exciting. And it sort of sneaked up on me like everything else in my life. <laughs> Again, no plan whatsoever. You know, for someone who is a Virgo and a person who is an organizing a consultant in a past career, you would think I would be better at planning. <laughs> I think you open-minded. No, you just open-minded. You know, that is true. That is a thank you for reframing that for me. I uh, started a fitness journey almost exactly two years ago. It was January 7th and uh, 2019. And I joined a Facebook 12 day, 12 minute fitness challenge because I felt yucky about how I looked. I didn't like how I felt. I didn't feel strong. I was getting to an age in my life where I was like, you know what? Mm -mm, this is not going to happen. We're not going to like ride into our old age looking, feeling like this. Mm. So I just jumped on this Facebook thing and here's what happened. What had happened was 12 days, 12 minutes, that's it. Mm. It was just to start the habit. Well, on day 13, I felt like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> 
I felt like I have done this for 12 days at six o'clock in the morning for 12 minutes. And I know that that doesn't sound like a lot, 12 minutes. And, and it's not a lot. 12 minutes is not a lot. Anyone can do it. But I was doing stuff that I was unfamiliar with doing. I was doing dumbbell exercises and I was doing burpees and I was doing all kinds of stuff. But on that day 13, I didn't want to stop because I was like, ah, you know, that, that gif of Dwayne the rock Johnson. I use it all the time where he's like this and he's like, ah, that's how I felt. I was like, dang it. I've done this for 12 days. I am not giving this habit up. This feels awesome. So it just kind of snowballed and rolled and I began to be more interested in it and more, I learned more about it. And then I, I, pl I plugged into fitness Twitter, which is amazing and life changing. <laughs> I got some mentors and I just, I kept at it and I kept at it and I transformed my body from a frumpy, fluffy, middle-aged looking kind of person to what I look like now. And I mean, I don't know if, I don't know if this. I saw your IG. Can I, can I tell them about the IG? Because all of your links is in the description. Facebook, yeah. Twitter, YouTube. You you ought to go to her. Can I, I got to send them. Go to her Instagram. You're going to be inspired and you're going to be so happy. When I saw it, because I looked at it last night, I wasn't stalking anything, but I was all through your page. Out there. Hey, it's an inspiration, man. Because you wouldn't bad anything, but the fact that. People don't make excuses uh, regardless. They just get up and do. I love that. I love that. So, and it inspire you, man. Like, I'm not going to even lie to you. I need that inspiration right now because my teammate called me yesterday and said, man, you back with the dad bod. And I'm like, bro, you, man, they say body shaming not illegal now, man. You can't do that. He said, bro, you got a dad bod. I saw your last interview, man. Shouts out to Jason Bradley, bully. So I'm putting him on blast too. Jason Bradley. He told me I got a dead body. And I'm not going to lie. Before he said it, though, I felt it. And then it's weirdly, I was on your profile. I am going to work out today, Monica. I'm going today, Monica. Well, I'm glad. And, you know, Twitter is my social media boyfriend. Um, Instagram is my social media neighbor. And I'm, I'm, I'm building my Instagram right now. And I appreciate you sending folks there. I do all kinds of videos, uh, demo videos on Twitter. And, you know, the thing about fitness is that I, I am like every other person on planet earth where you started something and then you quit and then you start and you quit mm. and you start and you quit and it's over and over for decades. Right. Yes. But this time, this time something stuck and I'm fascinated by that. And, and I'm always trying to kind of deconstruct that in my mind. Like why this time, what was it? And I'll tell you, here's what I think part of it is. Number one, I had a process that I trusted. I had a plan, first of all. I didn't, wasn't just willy-nilly like, I think I'll do, mm, I don't know, push-ups. I actually had a plan. <laughs> yeah. And I had people, a team in Fitness Twitter, who was keeping me not only supported and encouraged, but also accountable. And I think that was a huge, huge part of it. You know, there are when you know that you have a team of people out there and they're killing it every day, you don't want to be that little person left behind like oh well, i didn't do it today coach ricky we go she back coach ricky you just earned your right? coach back. you back a coach right. that's what i'm talking about but that's the that's the thing you know it's like this team of people around you even if they're virtual you know i have never met i'm trying to think if i've i don't think i've ever met one person in person from my team my twitter team oh, wow. but man we are tight we challenge each other. We push each other. And I love that your friend said you had a dad bod because women, we cannot do that to each other. Oh, yeah. my God. Can you imagine? I love how men interact, though. I yeah. love that. Hey, loser, you're getting fat. Yeah. You know, like, you can totally say that to guys can totally say that to each other. <laughs> but isn't that what you need? Don't you need somebody to, like, he got my attention. He got my attention. You're like, hashtag moobs. Like, come on. I don't... I don't know. I, I'm not saying you have moves. I've never seen your moves. Naomi, I have never seen his moves. I don't know if they're there or not. But my point is uh, getting a team is important. And then getting into that like winning mindset. And you know what it takes to get into a winning mindset? Oh, I love this so much. Putting yourself at the front of the line. Mm. Lead yep. by example? Not a, well, that too. But putting yourself, making yourself a priority mm -hmm. is is like oh, that okay. is like the key that turns that lock of commitment. Mm -hmm. When you are not committed to your fitness, 
I believe a huge part of it is because you haven't made yourself a priority, your health, your well-being, your wellness, your how you feel about yourself. Once I made myself a priority and I realized, you know what, I have to put this first if I want myself to change, if I want to be a new person, I have to commit to myself. That took it out of a task to do and put it into a way of being. Mm, I like that. I like that. Yes, yes. You 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 are very motivational. Uh, one thing I can tell, man, and I know y'all out there because a lot of y'all play football with me. I want to say this. We can tell by people eye contact and their passion. I definitely see why you are a coach and a motivational speaker and you are a speaker. You need to keep on because I got to invite you back again because you're going to have to. We're going to. I'm sorry. You, we, I'm going to bother you. I, <laughs> I, I love I like it. That. I, I you got really, me motivated in here. I'm ready to go. Ready you know, I'm, are you going to drop and give me 50? <laughs> I can't do 50. Hey, don't do, do not do me like that, Monica. I gave you two. Pu- hey, I gave Monica two push-ups before we started. But in my mind, I was going to do 10. That two yeah. did not feel right, Monica. So I stopped. That's why I only did two. Y'all didn't see that. That was, you know, backstage. Yes, the virtual backstage. Yeah. You know what's so what's so interesting, Keto, is and as we're talking, um, ideas are like popping up in my head do like it. whack-a-mole. The, the theme that you just described is one that makes me so energized and so happy. And that is about motivation and encouragement. And what I realized as I was going through my 20 years of the organizing and productivity, I was making a difference for people. And, you know, I, I do think as human beings, we really want to make a difference. Like that's a fundamental human need is to is to make a difference in somebody's life. And, and I was doing that. When I got really, really burned out on the on the physical mechanics of the organizing and productivity, mm-hmm. I wanted to continue to take the good parts of what I loved about that business and bring those to my next venture and leave behind the parts I didn't like. And the good part that I loved was the facilitating the change, positive change in people, was being a mirror for people so they can see like where are they and, and what do they look like now and how do I get to where I'm going next? And being an encourager, being someone who is lifting people and, and helping them along so that they can become better. Because here's what happens when we become better ourselves and we commit to ourselves, people around us see it and they, in their mind, go, oh, I could do that too. And that's a beautiful ripple. There you go. Yep. yep. It's a really beautiful ripple to create. You give them permission to be different when you show up different. Exactly. Exactly. You you know how many people I put in Airbnb and made an entrepreneur? I have created a zillion Airbnb hosts by just motivating them and showing them that I can do it. You know, um, mm-hmm. look, you know, sometimes you I might I might, you know, come like, hey man, you know, it's so easy. A caveman can do it. I'm doing it, and here you go. And I've created you probably stayed in a, a place that I've created because of that. Right. What you said, uh, uh, this says right here, what you said, the key that turns the lock uh, of commitment is putting yourself first. That should be a effing T-shirt. Somebody <laughs> said, go to my merch page. I'll put it up quick. <laughs> Do you have a merch page? I, I am I don't have a merch page, but I am gonna I am in the process of starting a community on locals.com Local, uh, where people you, Yeah. And locals is a is a platform, a subscription platform where you can get exclusive content. It's very much like Patreon, it's just a oh, different one. Cool. I'm very yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm on Patreon. I know that we i everything to get blocked on YouTube, I have to put it on Patreon. <laughs> but it, but uh, <laughs> no. yes, but but wow. So local, okay, cool. I'm about to check that out. And I want I want to say now, um, I want to say this right here. I want to ask this brother right here. How do you find it hard to allocate your times to do the multiple things <laughs> that you do? Or is it like just on autopilot for you? Or do you have to make a conscientious effort to kind of, all right, I'm going to designate this much time for this, this much time for that or whatever? There are so many ways to do that. And coming from the world of time management and productivity, I'm saying that I have sort of put my productivity hat on and say, if we were a client, if you were a client right now, I would say there are multiple ways to do that. It depends on what your own work style is. 
I have tried every way myself. Now I will tell you one of the things I rely heavily on is my calendar. If it is not in my calendar, it does not exist. Mm. Here's the thing about, I'm going to switch into old speaker mode. Here's the thing about your calendar. Your calendar is like your personal assistant. And if you don't rely on your personal assistant, you're going to, you're going to drop the ball. You're going to miss appointments. You're going to overlap. You're going to double book yourself. You've got to use a, a calendar, a single calendar and keep it synced and up to date. But here's the other part of that coin. We have a task list and we have a calendar. They're separate. Mm. The problem with most people is that the things over here on the task list never make it into the calendar. <laughs> yeah. So they're over here in limbo, like, like they're off stage and they're, and they're, your life is running on the calendar. This is a time, a linear time thing. It's going forward. If you never pull anything off your task list and put it into real time, when is it going to happen? Mm. So, so that's one of the things you have to remember. It's great to have a to-do list, but until you start pulling stuff one at a time and slotting it into actual real time time slots, you're never going to allocate the time for it because we don't find time. We don't, we can't make time. We have to <laughs> allocate time. We have a giant box of time given to us every day, but we, we're never going to find some magically like, oh, it's, oh, look, there's an hour under the table <laughs> and grab that. No, we have to allocate it specifically. Some weeks there are parts of my coaching that take more time and other, other weeks there are parts of other things that take more time. I tend to be pretty fluid. Like I don't have a rigid, like Monday is my administrative day and Friday is my outreach day. I don't work well under that. Many mm. people do. I suggest if you like that much structure, like put it in there. I've actually suggested to people before, clients before, to block out time that is what, what I would call just general catching up time. So you, it's, it's a, an appointment. It's like two hours or whatever it might be during your week. And it's all those little annoying things that you've just jotted down that you don't have time for. Throw those into that space. Again, you're just creating and carving like blocks where you can then assign something you want to do. And you can be as flexible and loose or as structured and rigid as you want. But the thing is to keep trying things. And when you find something that works, for God's sake, stick with it. I can't tell you how many people find something that works and I'll talk to them and be like, well, tell me what you've tried before and we'll talk. How did that work? Oh, that worked pretty well. Why did you abandon it? <laughs> hmm, I don't know. I don't know. Is it self-sabotage, right? Who knows? So when you find something that works, stick with it because consistency is the most important part of habit forming. Just every, a little bit, all the time. A little becomes a lot, as one of my fitness mentors says. A yep. little becomes a lot. Big facts. I love that. We did a video yesterday based off that. I showed a video that was in my mind. Have you ever saw the jelly bean thing with the time where time goes? Uh, how, no. how much time you have? Oh, my God. We did it yesterday. Oh. It is so powerful. I'm going to send you the video to your email so you can have it. You're going to love it. It, it. it do pour out like however many jelly beans and each jelly beans represent he pour like a, I don't know how many. It's a lot in a pile. Each each jelly bean represents one day of a human life, and he show how much goes to sleep, how much goes wow. to planning, and show how much you really have. Oh my! Oh, it, it it makes you think about time. I stopped playing Call of Duty Black Ops. Uh, my Call of Duty Black Ops video game time went down by eighty percent every time I think wow. about that video because I don't have time to play it. Cause I'm taking that time. I'm, I'm borrowing time from over here. So it's making my business suffer. So even if my business is doing okay, my business could be excelling if I allocated that much more time into, you know, maybe inventory, you know, maybe, you know, going to Costco, buying stuff in bulk instead of buying paper towels for my Airbnb at a gas station. <laughs> right, right, exactly. You know, you're hitting on an interesting concept. Um, and I bet that is sobering to see jelly beans in a pile and being like, oh my God, I only have 17 jelly beans left to live. Yeah. Like, ah. Uh, but but life really is short. And the older you get, the older you get, the shorter you realize life becomes because you see yourself becoming what the ages that your parents were when they hit milestones, right? Oh, well, geez, my, you know, my mom was this age when she did this, or now I'm the age my mom was when she did that, or my dad was or whatever. So it becomes a little more acute to you. The passage of time becomes more acute to you. Um, but there was something you said too about 
the jelly beans. Oh, Drat, now it went right out of my head. Oh, shoot. Well, we'll have to come back to it, I suppose. Maybe it'll fly back in there like a butterfly. I don't know. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, I want to ask you this. Um, what is the right like right now when you think what was the biggest aha experience you probably had lately? Like aha or like one of the light bulb went off on you one of the biggest things you discovered as of recently a new discovery i, I would like to say is something a new discovery what a great question that is mine um, is stock market mine is the stock market since the pandemic i've now discovered how to lose money in option trade. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> learning is good learning that's what i say <laughs> you know um discovery i've been this has been a year of personal growth and discovery for me for sure and i'll tell you one one of the things that i've learned and this um four agreements book actually is really kind of resonating with me in this in this realm as well the first thing that the four agreements talks about is that we have to understand and accept that everything we believe we have agreed to believe mm. because we learned it from someone else in our childhood. So when we're born, we're like these incredibly free open spirits and then we get shaped and molded and put into boxes and compressed and taught how to be, what to think, how to behave. And we absorb these as beliefs. And then these childhood beliefs that get installed when we're very, 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 very young inform our decision making for our whole lives and this has been a year for me to kind of break out of a lot of those things and realize that so many of the beliefs most of the beliefs that we have that run us are invisible to us mm, i love this it's really really interesting oh my so, god you're preaching. that's so much facts so right so we believe for example when we're little if we have an experience of and we're in this, uh, what some people might call a marinade of our home and family life. And let's say we, we don't have a lot of money growing up because we didn't have a lot of money growing up at all. Um, so we begin to internalize this belief that money is scarce and that, uh, you know, it's hard to get by and all these kind of things that we take on without even realizing we're taking them on. Well, what we do then is we take that three or four or five year olds belief around money and prosperity and we carry it with us into adulthood and that is exactly what we manifest mm. is because because we believe it exactly so we're letting a five-year-old make our decisions for us <laughs> and and inform the way we think and the way we show up in the world and that's really powerful to begin to uncover those beliefs and kind of pull the pot like the lid off your head and look in there and be like oh look at that crap <laughs> <laughs> oh this is a bunch of shit and throw that out <laughs> And then once you do that, you can then remake and replace those beliefs. But mm. until we get to see what they are, until we start pulling them apart, we don't even know they're there. That's yep. the craziest part. Mm, I like that. I like that. Yeah, you are, man, you are amazing. Whoever, whichever one of my staff members recommended you, somebody getting a raise, you're going to go from nothing to something. Because I ain't paying nothing right now, so you're going to start <laughs> <laughs> I think you should triple that person's income right now. <laughs> triple it. I, it. I said we need some motivation on here, boy. They said I got the perfect person. Oh, that's, oh. Awesome. that's what I'm talking about, baby. All oh. right. So, so let's see. Now, what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna open it up for questions. Uh, Twitter. I'm taking questions from Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. What questions do you have for Miss Montica? Well, she don't have a T in there. That's just me. <laughs> That's you know, I'm, you know, I, I just found out uh, one of my friends don't like when I do it. Did you know that I have an awesome British accent? Uh, no, watch this. <clears throat> Good day, me. <laughs> no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. There we go. I got it. Good day, me. Mike, you cream away. Okay, all right, Shy Rock. Don't say nothing, man. He hated it. He said, make him throw up Wait. every time I do it. <laughs> Did you just say cream of wheat? Cream away. So you got to take the tea off of it so it can be more authentic. So I go, you want grit or cream away? Oh my God. Yeah, I've been practicing on that for three years. That's three years, okay. man. Stay in it's school. It's the keto. No, do not. Don't do it. No. <laughs> oh, Lord. Monica, I be for real. On a scale of one to 10, you're not going to hurt my feelings. A 10 being that I sound like I can be part of the UK 
M's or one that I'm horrible. What do you give me on my accent, Monica? Two. I would say a two. <laughs> she just like y'all. Y'all done rubbed off on her, man. No. Come on, man. Y'all done rub British Norwegian. No, it was not British Norwegian. No, man. Anyhow. Okay. We got a question. Thank you, Wally, for a question. So question, and I'll put it on the screen as well. It says, how do you go about cultivating trust with your clients and working with different personality types? Okay. Well, as you can imagine, for 20 years, I did work with hundreds and hundreds of people and lots of different personality types. And for me, the way I approach that is to observe and listen and ask questions. I'll give you an example. If we were working together and I came into your office, is it Wally? Wally. I came into your office and I would look around. I would start looking around to see what does your office look like? What does it feel like? Do you have pictures of yourself and your family? And do you have awards on the wall? And kind of what is, is your personality in there? You can get a feel for people when you're in their space. And then just asking questions, listening, um, being open to hearing what people want and what's important to them. And this is the thing about coaching and really consulting too, but it's not my agenda that's important. When I'm coaching somebody, it's what they want. It's where they are and where they want to go. And how can I facilitate that? I'm, I'm not going to tell them step by step by step how to get there like a consultant would. But it's important for me to understand what resonates with them. Um, very much like we just talked about, actually, with the time management thing. So mm -hmm. if we were to, to custom create a productivity plan, I would ask you, well, what, what are our options here? What can we do? There's always two or three different options. Which one of these feels best to you? Which are you more likely to see yourself doing? Which could you really get behind? Because there are lots of different ways. There are lots of roads to the same result, right? Mm -hmm. So really giving people options and meeting them where they are is one of the best ways to deal with different personality types because most people want the same thing. We want to be heard. We want to be accepted. We want to be supported. We want to have uh, a, an idea about where we're going and how to get there. We want someone to help us along the way. And if somebody is turns out to be what I would say uh, is a, a call a difficult client, mm. it just tells me that they're not in a place yet where they want help. That's all. I've mm. had those too. I've had those. You know, you have those friends. Come on, Willie. You have those friends where they they ask you for advice and then they never ever take it. Okay. Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. I don't care. Right? That's a good point. That's a good point. You know, why are you going to ask my advice? You never why? take it. Why did you ask me? Right. Clients can be the same way. And you know what? I am unattached. I do not care. It's not my, it's not my thing. If you're not ready, you're not ready. You'll exactly. be back when you're ready or maybe you won't. That is, I, I just got to be so zen about it, right? Because not everybody wants help. It's just like with the fitness thing. It's just like with eating healthy. Not everybody is going to be, you know, say, oh, tell me what to eat right now. I want to eat exactly like you eat. Because it's not realistic for yep. most people, right? Exactly. That we all come around to what we come around to in our own time. And we can't be attached. We just can't. Yep. I like that. I like that. She's so right, boy. You had plenty of friends <laughs> and say, girl, I just want to know. He, you know, he did this to me. And I know he cheated. I know he did this. Should I leave him? And you like, girl, yes, enough is enough. You can do better than this right here. And uh, by the, at the end of the conversation, she, uh, let me call you. I got, I got to go, girl. He back. And you like, why did you ask me? Why yeah. did you ask me? And you, you know, that's a little bit more ratchet. I kind of gave you a more, never mind that. That was a horrible analogy. But um, <laughs> what did Shyrock say? Shyrock said, and then they ask, oh, he, he had no. Shyrock says, and then they ask their uncle, and suddenly it's like they heard it's, they heard it for the first time. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, you know, Shyrock has a really good point. If any of you have ever been married or in a partnership, you know that you can say something to your partner 60,000 times. But when somebody outside the house says it, it's like yeah. they just heard it. And you're like, I've been literally saying that to you for 15 years. <laughs> 
But because so-and-so said it and you paid him to say it because he's a consultant, now it makes sense. Oh my God. You know where that's just the Bible, a prophet is not respected in his own land. Oh, oh, look at it. You a rapper. Let me, you sound like you got, you're you turn into a whole rapper now. You got to make things up your album. Look out. Eminem, look out. <laughs> I'm a fan of Monica's, bro. I have Monica oh. links. Leanne Nixon, shouts out to Ireland, man, in the building. She said, oh my Ireland. God, so true. Ireland? Like, yeah, Ireland. Like, like the Emerald Isle? Yeah, she's in Ireland. Wow. She told she tough. She always threatened to box me every time she come on. Yeah, is that's it, my, it, my buddy right there. Her, okay. her and her friend. Yeah, they check. They tune in every day. I love them. They're my buddies. Lollipop. She's from Chicago. She's a mod on the channel, and she's always there. She, uh, she just quoted you right there. I put it on the screen. She's um, part of that. Wasn't sitting. me. That is the Bible. That is not me. I can't. No, she quoted, that. Quote. she quoted your quote. <laughs> I know. I just yeah, no, no, not you. We know you're not writing in the Bible now. We know. You're not you, I mean, hey. you know, I, I I got abs, but I'm not Jesus. <laughs> That's a quote right there, isn't it? <laughs> I love it. So yeah, man. Hey, you already you got. I'm a, you have a lot of quotables today, though. I think you have some things you may want to go back and check this video. Fighting Irish, hey, that's that's what a, that's what a Notre, Notre Dame got it from. But uh, but you have some things, some t-shirtables. I think on here that you may want to go back and check because if you don't, me and Chris, uh, we are, and we gonna sell you the merch of your words if you don't okay. hurry up. And do it now. <laughs> you better do Sounds it. Good. Yeah, quote Leanne, wall. Um, Leanne, yeah, quote wall, Shyrock, awesome. Um, Leanne says, "Have you any tips that could help you clear your mind? Sometimes I find my mind can go into overdrive. Yes, yes, I do, Leanne. I don't know if you're talking about at night when you're trying to go to sleep because that's when it hits a lot of people, um, but if you take all the things that are swirling around in your mind and you pull them out and you put them someplace, a lot of times that can help you relax. It can help you be clear. It can help you be focused because it's the same sort of idea of how, you know how when you have a, a problem or a situation, talking about it sometimes makes it more clear. Mm -hmm. It's kind of the same thing. It's in your thoughts, in the realm of thought, it's all nebulous and fluffy and cloudy and, 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 and abstract. But when you pull those thoughts out and you put words to them, they become more clear. It's the same in your mind. If you can do a brain dump and just capture it all, and what happens is your brain then will relax because it knows it's captured. Part of this situation with our brains is that it, it doesn't want us to forget things. So it consist, consistently recycles thoughts over and over again. I don't wanna forget this, I don't wanna forget this, I don't wanna forget this. And it will throw it back up to you over and over. When you catch it and you put it on paper, you can stop recycling that thought because you now have a receptacle for it and it can rest there and your brain can then move to other things because it feels safe that you're not gonna lose that thought because you captured it. Mm, so is that why a lot of people, is it, is it the same saying it as writing it in a journal or or writing it down or is it how would is it there because i understand that what you're saying because this morning me telling my friend giving him stock advice made me realize that i shouldn't have been in options and i should have been setting up my long-term portfolio but that thought been there but exactly what you said as soon as i said it to him i said damn Yes, yeah. I need to be doing, <laughs> you know, I really think this goes back to our beginning of our conversation where we talked about how words have power. Mm -hmm. When we take a word and we have it in thought form and we put it in speech form, our ears hear it. Mm -hmm. Our ears don't hear it when it's in our head. But there is something different about saying the word that makes it more clear. Mm -hmm. Now, just saying it though doesn't capture it. And, and what um, Leanne is talking about is to quiet your mind, to, I, I'm recommending to capture those thoughts on paper or in your phone or somewhere where you can actually put them in, almost like in a bucket. Mm -hmm. So your brain can go, ooh, thank God, that's off my mind. I don't have to think about that constantly mm -hmm. now because somebody else is holding, that on, holding on to that thought for me. 
So I don't have to worry about it. So I can think about other things or I can think about going to sleep. <laughs> mm, I like that. I never thought about that. It, I, I talk about all the laws of attractions and speak it, but I, I, I never really thought about the process too. And like you say, I have so many ideas up there. It is one giant cloud. Now it's not a dark cloud. You know, it's a, it's a light, you know, it's a light blue sky, but anyhow, it's a cloud up there and it never comes out or it makes me procrastinate on something a way longer than I should have. Like just even something small as renewing your driver license that take two minutes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So you're right. You're absolutely right. But if I say to somebody, I need to renew my driver license, I'm probably going to go to the website and just go do it right then. Or if you write it down and you capture it on a list of things to do, then you can stop thinking about it. It's exactly. like a bee. It's like your mind is a beehive when there's bees flying everywhere and every little bee <laughs> is an idea. And how are you going to get anything done when they're all flying everywhere? You got to grab each little bee and stick them down on a piece of paper and be like, you wait there until I'm yeah. ready for you. <laughs> I like that. I'm you. Hey, look, man, I'm, I'm you don't got, I got guests that's jogging my mind. I thought I was a guru. I'm not a guru. <laughs> I'm, not a guru. <laughs> I'm thinking like, damn, I, I guess I'm going to go like when I get off this, I'm going to talk to several people because I got to get so much stuff out. I'm dumping it. I'm dumping it somewhere. And I'm a right. I'm not a good writer, though. Let me not even lie to myself. I just uh, recorded on a Pro Tools track like a song. Uh, let's see. Leanne Nixon says, thank you so much. Going to start writing things down. I fear there is something new every day. One thing after another. Another one. G great advice. Hey, you know what? It, it, that is that is big facts. Um, Wally said, uh, when, when, I, when I think it, ink it, I like that. <laughs> oh, that's great. Wally also said, I stole that from someone. Yeah, he <laughs> said, I stole it from somebody. That's really <laughs> true. You have to, because we all think we're going to remember stuff. Oh, I'll remember that. You're not going to remember it. You're, You're not. Human. You're not a MacBook You're pro. Human. You're not a MacBook pro, man. Absolutely. And that's, oh my gosh. Oh, I love this conversation. Isn't that the best use of technology is to make you better, mm -hmm. to make you more effective to, to, so that we are not at the, at the whim of our technology, but that our technology works for us and we tell it how to make our lives better instead of getting, you know, all bogged down in it. Mm -hmm. Use yep. your technology. That's, that's why, you know, God invented it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hey, hey that, that's a big fact. It's called work smarter. You know, you can work smarter. It's, it's technology for that. That's like somebody trying to do all the math in the world when it's a calculator right there. <laughs> I don't a, get it. That what is a proving? really good analogy. You're right. What, yeah, are, you what are you proving, man? Uh -huh. <laughs> all right. Let's see. Now, if you plan on going to the woods or something and you're going to be away from technology, then go ahead and practice. Let's see. Oh, uh, the next question is, uh, and it's from uh, uh, one of the team members here. Uh, with the Keto Abashi podcast says, what is the, what's your big next project? And is there anything the Keto Abashi team can do to help? Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything, but maybe I should. Yes, yeah, say it. I am planning to go on a year long road trip. Hmm. And it's going to be called Fit and Fearless. And I will be traveling the country by car, finding people who have stories of overcoming and victorious experiences to share. Because this has been, I don't know, maybe a little bit of a shit show of a year for most people. Yes. And we need some inspiration and we need some hope and we need some mojo back and so i am um i'm going to travel and meet people and share their stories and talk about how you can take control of your health and your fitness and your mindset and your own personal growth no matter what no matter where you are and that it's not that hard to put yourself in that high priority and take care of those things because the better we each are, the better our world is. And so I'm in the process of lining up sponsors for that. Mm. Um, looking for a couple different, you know, health and fitness based sponsors and personal growth based sponsors. And so I'm really excited about it. And you guys are the first 
I can't even believe I'm just saying this. Like, we appreciate live. it. And now you put it out there too now. I so you're going to do it. It's I out have, there. I saw yeah. the, I saw when you said it like, dang, if I say it, it got to yeah. I've I love, spoken I love it. it. Yeah. You released it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So, That's crazy. Yeah. That's I'm crazy. Excited. First, Lollipop said, wow. Hey, Lollipop, I, I, we was on the same thing. When I read your wow, I was thinking the same thing. Like, wow, that's crazy. I would love to do something like that. That um, I don't know if it's the Aquarius nature in me, but I live life like that. Um, doing things like that. That that right there, I wouldn't say bucket list, but that's something that I have always wanted to do is do something like that. I kind of did something similar, but it was on music where I purposely left all of my money home and I printed up all, a lot of CDs. I rented a car and I said. I'm going to have to sell CDs in order to get to one state to another. So I have to hustle. Yeah, man. And it taught me how to be a great salesman because I had to sell CDs in order to eat. I left my money at home and I did it. I made it to Texas from Georgia to Texas and back uh, with no problem. And I actually made more money than I did by staying here. That's amazing. Good for you. <laughs> you took away your options. You know, that's like that. Yeah. That story about the 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 commander that uh, ordered the ships all be burned, right? I don't know the exact details of it. We're gonna burn these ships because there ain't no going back. We're not gonna lose this battle. We're not retreating. Ooh, We're burning our damn ships. And uh, story. Hold on, hold on. What now? That's a story. Uh, I need mm -hmm. to that because that take kahunas. <laughs> yeah, it does, right? You land on the shore of a of, of a new land, and you're about to go to war, and your captain says, "Burn the ships." That leaves you no oh. choice, right? If my coach would have gave me this before a football game, he could add on two more touchdowns to my list. I <laughs> promise you that. What? Burn the ships. We right here is what we like. What? Oh my God. Yeah. Yes, I love that. That's called betting on yourself. Yeah. Uh, I that's, bet on myself. I, I love that. I, hey, yeah. we're gonna have to do this. We're gonna have to do this more. Let's see. Uh hey all Monica. I mean, I'm sorry, Tina. I call her Monica. Tina V says, Hey y'all. Uh, oh, waiting for the doctor to get my eyes checked and wanted to stop in to say hi. Uh, we'll have to check this playback later. You're going to love it. I promise you. Uh, I promise you, Tina. Looking forward to it. I feel it's something I need to hear. You Energy. Real recognize real. You already peeped it out. Uh, road trip. Everyone loves a road trip. Uh, hi. Oh, let me see. Yep. So what? Hi, Cortez. Yeah, I was, that's pretty much it. So, um. Oh, Shyrock put it there. His name. Okay, got it. Hernan Cortez. Ah, oh, Cortez. Okay. I knew it was Spanish. I couldn't think of who it was, though. Yeah, good call. Scuttle oh, let me put that up there. That's dope. Hey, man, bro, we got history with Joe Rogan. You better watch out, boy. We might not be on Spotify yet, but we at least going to be on something in Atlanta. <laughs> Some locally in Atlanta. Let's see. You. Uh, it says you should write a book. If you haven't yet, really, you seem like a cool lady with good advice. I would buy it. Keto loving today's show. Man, you know what? She's making me. If you come on here and you motivate me like this, hell yeah, you better write a book. Because I'm not. Oh, well, I am easily motivated. But not to this point why I want to do push-ups. I'm two steps from giving y'all 25 push-ups. She talking about burn the ships. Bro, burn the ships. We docking right here. We not going home. We got to win this. You better right. read between the lines. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. I had a moment. All right, cool. So yeah, um, hey, I guess this is it. We're coming up on the hour. Monica, okay. is there anything that you want to leave? I have before you say it, Monica. I want to say again, I cannot emphasize enough. Please go to Monica's Instagram if you need inspiration, if you need somebody else to be inspired, or if you want to keep up with her journey, follow her. She have I put all of her information on there from the email. Um, uh, you may want you know to inquire about her services, especially I have a lot of entrepreneurs that follow this channel. Entrepreneurs, you probably want to you know retain her for her services just so you can pick her brain, bro. See her availability. Um, the information is there. And again, if you just want to be someone who just want to support her, be sure to follow her Instagram, Twitter, her social media platform. All of it is in the description. I didn't put the names. I made it even better for you. I put the links so you can just click on it and it will take you straight to her pages. We're not going to guesstimate. Just click the link and just go to all of them, subscribe or uh, follow her on those. And as you see, it will be inspirational. Uh, is there anything you want to say, Monica, before we let you go? 
That was lovely. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And um, yeah, when I'm on the road, I'm going to be continuing to do my coaching. I mean, isn't that the beauty of technology, right? I do my coaching from from Zoom right now. I, I always have. And so I'll continue to be doing that. So I am taking new business clients, new coaching clients on the road, and um, also health coaching clients as well. Oh, dope. Dope. Well, this was yeah. this was a, a amazing. I'm I'm gonna watch this one back probably several times, and on this one, I'm probably gonna start doing the first thing like Joe Rogan did. I mean, he he wrote he did the wheel. I'm not gonna reinvent it. I'm gonna go take clips from this one, and we're gonna put some of those highlights on separate videos. But don't worry, I'll send you a link to everything I do. And thank you so much for joining us, and thank you guys. Thank you, Notification Squad, YouTube. I love you guys. Twitter, uh, Facebook. Thank you guys, man. Share the video. And this is episode 12. Definitely was a success. Thank you again, Monica. Thanks for for having me. It was super right. fun. No problem. I got to do the outro and we gone. Outro! Yeah, you never flew private plane. Now your eyes open wide up in Paris. Yeah, you ain't never been from the coast on a yacht to 